grounded out and has popped out. No, I, I, I say that uh, we are the government. Well, wait, well, make up your mind. What do you mean we are the government? If we are the government, then why would they hide things from us? They are not hiding anything from us. Even our founding fathers, sir, when they wrote uh, that wonderful document we all live by, cautioned us to keep our eye on them and put in all kinds of protections. Because, well, I don't think Excuse me, now let me finish and then you go. I think this is all... sense of urgency. Just listen, everything's manifesting. You've plagues, bird flus, viruses, wars. I mean, is, is, are you getting the message yet? It's time to get right with God. Yeah, we gotta repent. There's a devil wind outside your door. It is bucking and bringing and pouring at the floor. What kinds of Rhapsody Moments at Lynn? It's time for another round of Tavern Cast with your hosts, Tomley, Aloysius, Karg, and Current Affair. We'll bring ye tools, tips, tales, and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. Monster Man. The Monster Man. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It got on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster. Welcome to Tavern Cast for Halloween 2005. This is Hey Halloween. This is a ghost. I'm so scared. This is Crowley. Were you killed by a pearl bog? Oh, where's Karg? Where is Karg? Karg, Karg what where are you? Where is Karg? Karg, Karg? What are you going to be for Halloween, Karg? Uh, I'm going to be a gnome. <laughs> well, we have gnome fingers here, appropriately enough. We do. Yeah, let's talk about what we've got here for Halloween. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drum roll, please. <laughs> this week, for our feasting enjoyment, we have Magrosh Ogre Patties or Ogre Pies. Which Do you know are, what Magrosh Ogre they Pies They taste are just for? like real ogre species, too. Yeah, and you know, it, I don't know if you guys... <laughs> assuming okay. that they taste like chocolatey Cho- and Chocolatey and delicious. <laughs> no, the, um, in, in the game, actually, there are... If you go to any of the little ogre places around, around the game, there's like little little poo patties laying on the ground. Yeah. That's, that's ogres really are good. not very They're not very... Friendly. They're not, yeah... Not, they don't have a lot of... Uh, well, they don't have someone picking up after them. Exactly. Like. And those... On that note, the second um, <laughs> treat that we have here are Cindian fingers. No, no, Lindian? Lindian fingers. Lindian fingers. I don't know who Cindian is. Lindian Cindian's fingers. the pod people. The pod people version. Well, 
Lindian fingers for those of yeah, you who are Yeah, we, we cut Lindian. off Sin Lindian's fingers, not Sindian. Right. And we got to keep these straight. Now, here's what I, I thought. I, Karg, did, did, when you cut off Lindian's fingers a couple episodes back to, to try to, you know, get Starman to put us on his show, how many did you cut off? I believe I cut off six. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, I seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, plus the one I'm munching on. Plus the one Cromley ate. And I ate one, and I thought I prepared 30. So how did we get all these? Whose who's the other fingers do we have Well, we here? have 15 more fingers upstairs. Oh, we've got 15 more. So somehow Linian has 15 fingers. Oh, crap. I think fingers multiply. Well, did you know that polydactyly is actually a I heard, dominant trait? Yeah, it's trait? a dominant trait. There's just not very many people with Isn't it. Isn't that weird? So someday it'll become common, right? Maybe actually then we were helping Lindian by taking all these fingers so that he has like a normal hand of fingers now. So that means he had... He had 40 fingers, and we took 30, so now he's normal. Sweet. Well, that's Tavern Cast, helping people live normal lives. <laughs> so we have an appropriate beer uh, for the Halloween episode uh, this time. This is actually courtesy of Carglover. Oh, it is. Yeah. Carglover Remember, Carglover brought it for us. Down from Alaska? Oh, that's right. I don't know where she got it, but she brought it. And we just saved it because it seemed like an appropriate Halloween beer. Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, it's... New Holland Brewing's Ichabod Ale made with pumpkin. So happy Halloween. Cheers. Yay! Cheers. And we'll Cheers. have pictures on the website of all of our goodies here. We also have something late a goodie later that I guess we'll get into later. This really does taste kinda like pumpkin. Like uh, pumpkin with like nutmeg or something. It does taste pretty good. It tastes better than pumpkin because I don't like pumpkin <laughs> and I like this. You don't like pumpkin? It's kind of like... You're not American. It's like pumpkin pie with alcohol. Not that... I'm an evil trader. Being not American is bad because we have people that listen to us from across the pond. And Australians are bad, though. Australians are telete. Oh. Telete? Telete. out a big thanks to the people who have donated to us. We've actually got 80% of our overage bill paid off now. So, well, big thanks to you. everyone who's donated, and I'm going to read out the names of the people who have donated since our last show. And, uh, sorry, I don't have game names for any of these people. I ran out of time to try and match them up with accounts on the forums and stuff. So, these are the real names. Stephen Wilkinson, Murray Kennedy, Andrew Smith, Lindsey Trout, Scott Dewar, or Dewar, Marlene... Bent, Mark Parker, William B. Crawford, or Cranford, Melissa Bren Brennerman, Brineman, maybe? Brineman. <laughs> My handwriting's not very good either. <laughs> uh, Roman Gaius and Adam Grima. Grima like worm tongue. My micro mechanism thanks you. My computer tapes thank you. And I thank you. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Did you see we had gamer chicks on there? We got chicks. Well, so we, we got chicks. we got names that are female, maybe female. We got chicks. This is the I've 21st century. I've never met century. a man named Melissa. I've never okay. made met anyone who wasn't Caesar Go to of Rome called Ronan Gaius or a sci-fi character. I've never met a man. Like I might be pronouncing it history. wrong too. Oh, that's so well, awesome. Whoever you are. Yay, women. Yay, donators. Yeah. Right. Yay, donators too. Including women. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Huzzah. And men. And oh. now that we've almost paid off our bandwidth cost, uh, let's talk about my credit cards. <laughs> my credit <laughs> cards first, man. Studios in my house. us out there. If people would like to continue to support the show for some unknown reason, you can go to <laughs> www. 
www.taverncast.com. <laughs> this is a strong beer. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a uh, support button in the lower left-hand corner. Click on that, and uh, if you have a PayPal account, you can donate either $5 or whatever you want, or $15 gets you a subscriber membership. And if you're a subscriber, you get access to special content. And there's more on the way. And we, there's uh, more on the way. That Cromley just, I heard some of what Cromley was editing the other night, and there's I've more given on it the way. To, I've given it to Aloysius, and now it's up to him to edit. So, Once it's coming. <laughs> I do the initial edit. And some some bigger stuff than what we currently have up there. Right we, now we've yeah, got we're gonna clips. We're going to try and add to, add to that every show. Yep. So yep. there's not much there now, but we're definitely going to add to it. And, cool. Oh, also when you're on our website, um, sign up for our forums if you haven't already. There's occasionally useful conversation on there. Sometimes we just drabble back and forth. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of drabble. But drabble can be good. A dribble drabble? Drabble's good for you. it's Halloween, what are you, uh, I'm scared. Let's go around the table here for a sec because I'm curious. Uh-huh. Let's start with you, Card, because it'll be fun. <laughs> First of all, did you celebrate Halloween when you were little? Uh, no. You, what? Not at all. Oh, that's just evil. No, I never found a reason to. What? Do they I have, mean... ha- do they have Halloween in Malaysia? Yeah, but I mean, come on, you know, when someone looks dirty, scary enough, it's like Halloween 365 a year. <laughs> <laughs> And it's nothing new to me. It's like, oh, whoop de doo you know? So wait, you're saying that you look scary enough that you could be going out for Halloween every day? You know, that appears like the case. Well, so you, ne- that- you never dressed up then, at all, ever? Never dressed up as anything other than card? Well, there was this time when I was young, <laughs> when I was 10 years old, and I had to do a ballet performance. A ballet, ballet performance? <laughs> and I had to dress up like a little fairy. <laughs> So, Wait, did you say you were 10 years old or 20 years old? You know, it's all... It's a... It's a blur. Yeah, I don't know. Are you pulling my leg? I think you're pulling my leg. No, I'm... It's no, serious. it's card. It makes sense. And and it was a recital of some crap like that. And I had to put on this costume. And was it like to, a tutu? You know, I don't know what... It, I was 10 years old for crying out loud. Do you have pictures of so, at home? Yeah, can we get some pictures? Can we get some pictures on the internet? I'll find your mom's address and email her. She'll send them. I know she yeah. will. You guys have nothing on Pedro. I have Pedro's protection. So I guess we say then that your Halloween costume, you were a ballerina. A oh, wee wait, little what, what card the... midget gnome ballerina. What were the well, stats on that tutu? It was like four embarrassment, five shame. <laughs> scarf alive. Negative <laughs> negative eighty to charisma. And, and let me guess, they have video of it, right? Uh, well, you know. So, anyways, how about you guys? <laughs> yeah, Kern, what uh, what was your favorite, most memorable Halloween costume as a kid? My most memorable one. Okay, first grade. I was a. I dressed up as Princess Leia. I used to have long, long hair. 
and my mom parted it down the middle and did the whole cinnamon buns on the side of your head. Mm-hmm. And I got to school, and we had to change into our costume. There was a long line for the bathroom in the class. There was a long line for the bathroom down the hall. So what do I do? I strip down <laughs> right in the middle of first grade. With all the kids there? And I will never forget this. Jonathan Westbrook, I remember his name, walked by me in first grade, staring. And I was like, what? I didn't think anything of Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Bush, Laura Bush, my teacher. For real? For real. Wait walked, a minute, like not, the president's not the wife? No, not the Laura Bush, but her name is Laura Bush. Because how cool would that be? <laughs> she, walked, <I> she, <laughs> she walked over, she said, you know, you can't do this in first grade. You can't do this out in front of everybody. So that was my most memorable one. Dude, you can't do this, period. <laughs> Not, not at least for another 18 years or so. so. Yeah, and then you should get at least good money. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my most memorable one. Well, my memorable one is, is the parents dressed little Oloysius up in a full-bodied green Kermit the Frog outfit where oh. my head was sticking out of the mouth of Kermit's of Kermit's. Do they mouth. have pictures? Oh, oh, they do, yes. Do we really? Yes, Ooh. we do. We have tons of pictures of, of little Aloysius in the Kermit the Frog costume. Oh, I can't Where, where, wait to where see. The, the little the long uh, frog fingers are like strapped to my hands, and my head's like sitting out here uh, with with the with the You're mouth open. You're just like I'd rather be wanting Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was lean, green, and in charge. Let me tell you something. Lean, green, trick or treating machine. What did your parents do to you? Well, my most memorable memorable one. In fact, the only one I can really remember is I dressed up as a knight. And we made our, our costume out of cardboard boxes. That was your armor? Yeah. The cardboard armor? The cardboard boxes. Sweet. That's awesome. And I think, you know what, I, I, I could dig up a picture, but I'm pretty sure that it was still cooler than Paladin armor. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> Paladin gray. I can pretty much guarantee that it was. You know That's what, we'll try to great. round up some Halloween pictures, replace our faces with uh, World of Warcraft personas, and post them online. Oh, that'll, that'll be, be cool. easy. Why? <laughs> oh, well, at least we'll do cards. We'll and do if that. card doesn't give us pictures, we'll find pictures. We'll do that um, with our faces changed to protect the innocent. You'll be able innocent? to see our old costumes. Well, presumably we innocent. <laughs> so let's bring on the news. the news. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. So I have appropriate news for Halloween, and that is that uh, with the 1.8 patch that came out, and coming soon to a server near you, is the Hallow's End celebration on in Azeroth. And since no one's seen it yet, we can only stipulate as to, or not stipulate, we can only uh, guess. It's okay, just use whatever word you want. We People can only pontificate as to... We like to pontificate. <laughs> Card pontificate. We all bloviate. <laughs> Obliviate, that's what we do. <laughs> we can only annihilate as to what might be in the hollow's end. We can uh, only obfuscate. <laughs> but I don't want to obfuscate anymore, uh, so instead we'll celebrate. May as well constipate. <laughs> we can only constipate it. So yeah, oh. so they're going to light up Iron Forge and Stormwind. Set it on fire? Yeah. Horde Wait. stuff and Agamore and whatever, and it'll look like Halloween, and it looks like they're gonna have special vendors that'll sell pumpkins and stuff. And it says, I love this one aid a sick orphan in a little trick or treating. What, what's he sick with? Why do we have to help the little sick kids? Not to mention, if you're sick, sick nobody me, should be getting sugar. Me, oh, no, no, sick, what you do is brave you take level them around. 60 shaman death warrior, please help me get candy. <laughs> 
Well, what you do is you take him around, and then you gank him and take his candy. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to have more than just the usual Versa-colored treat. If they're going to be able to get, you know, like, Mars bars or Wait something. Wait a minute. How cool would it be that if, if you're helping the little sick orphan, and it's an escort quest... If all the people on the opposing faction sucked up the dishonored kills and just kept slaughtering that little kid. <laughs> That'll probably happen on our I am so sick. Anyway, so that's what's coming. Take a look out for a, a Halloween-themed uh, event in the world of Warcraft. Coming soon, somewhere to you, and be prepared to be scared. <laughs> Children of the night, what music they make. I put a spell on you. <laughs> because you're mine. Stop the things you do. For our special Halloween show, I dug deep, deep, deep into the internet and found some fun things to make. To interweb. Into te interweb. So, without further ado, some information on what we're doing this week. First of all, we're making shrunken undead head trees. It's Kurt show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, Carl, can you give us a good name for Kern Kater's creepy Martha Stewart Halloween stuff? <clears throat> Cooking from jail. Cooking from jail. First thing that we've got for Halloween is our... Sh our... 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 Our! <laughs> Wait, it's not talk like pirate. a pirate day anymore. No, I'm not, I'm just, and none of us are dressed up as a pirate. So I'm just trying to make sure that pirates I be part of a Halloween hour? They may be, yes, sir. Any more than I'm usually dressed as a pirate. You all have problems. First <laughs> one that we're making here today are shrunken undead head trees. And these are fun, especially if those of you out there have little World of Warcraft players. So what you do is you take apples of your own choice. There happen to be a half a peck of apples available at the local grocery store for, for like three, three bucks. What does this have to do with World of Warcraft, you may ask? Nothing! But they're undead heads. So they're undead. <clears throat> oh, that's true. Sorry. Undead. Everything! It's the shrunken undead head tree. So you take the apple, you core it, and you peel it, and then you dink, you dump it, or dump it, dunk it, you dunk it in a solution of two cups of lemon juice to about a half a tablespoon of salt. And what that does is that preserves the apple from getting too brown. Then take a knife and start to carve a little face on it. You don't want to carve it all the way through to the core. Just carve it on the outside, kind of like you're carving... What kind of face? Oh, a scary a, face. You can do a scary face. You can do what looks like a skeleton, take a couple slits out for a nose and a mouth and some So you eyes. sculpt the apple. Yeah, you sculpt the apple. And then what you do is you put it on at a cool, dry place, like um, the inside of your oven. Or you can put it on a toothpick somewhere in your house where it'll get dry. It'll take about two weeks to dry the heads and shrink them, but over the course of that time, the heads will shrink, and they'll look like, like these little decrepit... Oh, they'll be like those... Brown, um, shrunken heads. The apple head dolls, you see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like crafts. That yeah. sounds scary. So then what no, you they, do... No, they're cool. We did a whole bunch of them last year, or two years ago, Two I guess. years ago. And they were really... They were wicked. So you take all your heads... Wicked let's say cool. You do like a dozen apples, so now you've got a dozen heads. Go outside, get a branch... 
and take your your little heads and put them on the branches and then put them in a vase in your house and you've got a little bush full a shrunken head bush in your house for Halloween. Shrunken head bush. Just what you we always did. wanted. <laughs> Actually, I was I, I like to put them with a string through the cord and hang them around my neck so that I'm like a, in a full like, witch doctor regalia. It's your, your torn shaman, your undead shaman. That's what you wear to meetings, right? Yeah, absolutely. When we go to our tavern cast business meetings, I'm there with my shrunken head. Necklace. That's how we get so much um, donations, funding, funding support, and uh, whatever. Stay away from the voodoo man. Second thing uh, we have here, as we talked about before, were our Magrash ogre pies. These are uh, little plops of goodness. <laughs> what uh, what what kind of stats do these add to you when you eat them? Um, plus three cholesterol and uh, <laughs> minus <laughs> minus nine fit in jeans. <clears throat> minus nine fit in jeans. Yes. Sweet, cool. I don't need that either. That's oh what, well. That's what these do. You know we have some really not so hot epic items here. Well, wait, wait, wait. They're not helping my stats any. Lindian's fingers. Oh, Lindian's fingers are. We're good eating for you. ogre poo. How much more epic can you get? <laughs> it's like, how heroic is that? Magical ogre dog. Poo. Hello, my name is Vic. Hi, Vic. And I'm a vampire. The last thing we have here are Lindian's fingers, and they're quite tasty. He's got a lot of fingers. It's all like he does. Like, he's got over... Well, we got 30 of his fingers. I don't know how many he's... And we left him with some so he could still click and stuff. Maybe he just regenerates them. And see, the cool thing is, is Ooh. not only did we take it's his like fingers, now we're eating his fingers. Now we're eating them. We're like trolls. We're it's, role-playing. It's awesome. There you go. I'm so we're proud of you guys. Trolls. All three of you. I'm so proud of you. Slash EM eats fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, give me one of those. I need to try one yeah, while you're explaining. I need one, too. All right. The best thing is, is who would have known that uh, Lindian has black fingernail paint? Well, yeah, Lindian, you need to clean your nails, dude. Yeah, they're they're kind of they're kind of looking funky there, friend. You got that? Um, you need some Lamisil <laughs> for your uh, <laughs> <laughs> right under your tail, right under your nails there. Hey, you know what? We didn't get a Murloc sound out of you last week. Well, there's a Murloc sound. Right no, let's hear another one. Oh. Okay, pretty good. What's up, man? Fingers. I'm also you. waiting for the complaints on the forum. <laughs> You guys are talking about cooking. Oh, just, the whole thing, I don't listen to Well, you know what? Next we're going to talk cooking. about EverQuest. Yeah. <laughs> All I can say great. is Lindian is the tastiest person I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to get outside. But he's got so, man. golden brown edges to his fingers, which is kind of weird. Well, you make them till they're golden oh, brown. Right. They you really weren't them. that color when we cut them off of his body. I like how the how, how as, he, was in charge of that. as those fingers That's were right. rotting, too, they were expanding. <clears throat> See how fat they are? It's like they've been... Yeah, know. he's not that fat for real. Well, His other fingers are normal. They kind of get bloated over the course of time. That's what I'm saying. They were rotting and they're getting all nasty. and. Bloated. But they taste good still. They with do. Enough sugar, with enough sugar, everything will taste just fine. You're right, Carl. So these are some good Halloween treats for people to make. Exactly. And they're all World of Warcraft themed. They're World sort of Warcraft related, related, and if you like the actual recipe and how to make them and cooking times and temperatures, go to the forums. Uh, under featured segments, you'll see Kern Kater's Halloween goodies, and you'll be able to find all of our recipes under that. Well, 
I saw the thing coming out of the sky It had a one long horn and one big eye I commenced to shaking in the city It looks like a purple people eater to me It was a one-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater One-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater One-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater Sure looks strange to me All I'm saying is that there are some things beyond the can of mortal man that shouldn't be tampered with. We don't know everything, Andy. There's plenty going on right now in the Twilight Zone that we don't know anything about, and I think we ought to stay clear. Since it's Halloween, let's talk about some of the scariest stuff in the game. What kind of stuff in this game is uh, would rank as the creepiest, scariest stuff in the world of Warcraft? I mean, here, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, I think Solidus is scary. That place weirds me out. Even with which, the, the... What is that? So this is the stuff that they just expanded in, in 1.8. But so this is all the bugs. Bugs over it's the by the... desert bug it? territory. It's by Angoro Crater. Right next door to Angoro Crater. Southernmost part of uh, Kalimdor. That's like, oh, that's on Kalimdor. It's okay. a 50 plus. Level 50 plus area. It's like so level... it be very scary. Level <laughs> plus. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it's these big bugs and it's like Starship Troopers hell. Uh, that that place. That's a good. That's a good analogy. That's a kind of what I don't like, like those bugs, man. I think actually that's a good segue because I think that the the spiders that you come across in the world are some of the creepiest things because I have big time arachnophobia, and I think that that thank goodness that my mage character on Whisperwind has the ability to when frostbolt, you can slow stuff down because when they see you. And they start scurrying towards you. It's like, and they just kind of like their their legs move so fast. How do they go? And they move. They go, I've never heard that one before. They go right. They go right towards you. So if you have something that can slow them down or can freeze them or can stop them even, it makes it even better. That's one of the creepy parts for me. The other creepy part is when I, because I don't listen to the ambient music or the sounds in the world anymore because I just got so burned out listening to it. Yeah. So on the forums, I listed how I listen to Radio Rivendell. To make up for the difference, well, plug, now, plug, plug, yeah, plug. RadioRivendell.com. The other thing that I do now that I'm undead is listening to, you know, Radio Rivendell really doesn't do much because it's you no know, light and happy and fantasy music. So instead, I've gone on to Winamp and I now listen to the German Goth Channel. <laughs> so, that would so, be a big difference. Yeah. So now, how exactly does that go? It's 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 almost like dark wave, dark groove. Um, Rob Zombie-esque type music with tech, a techno beat, but it's all in German. Is it all like Rammstein? I don't know Rammstein. Well, I'm just, I mean, Germany right now is like one of the world's hotspots for, for goth music. It's, yeah. They're having a little goth right It's really right cool, actually. <clears throat> no, it's, it's good music, but it's all in I German, like it so you a can't lot. understand it. Right, but th- th- that's part Probably of the fun thing. Well. <laughs> it's because I'm running around in, you know, in Silver Pine Forest or over in Durotar, places that I haven't been before, and it's all really new, and it's kind of scary because, you know, there's spiders there, and there's, there's crap coming out of the walls, and I don't know what it is. Murloc. And I don't have the sounds on, so I can't hear when something's behind me. Or I can't hear when there's someone, there's a sound off in the distance, so I'm running through it. Even though I've got my 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 vision zoomed all the way back so I get the biggest field possible, I still, you know, I'm sitting here listening to. Yeah, there's some guys saying sauerkraut spots in. And it's that makes me hungry. It's really cool. And then all of a sudden, bam! Like last night, I'm in I'm in Silver Pine Forest. And I was over by the skittering dark where all the spiders are, listening to this goth stuff. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here I am, level 15, level 24 elite son of a Rugal comes up and just wipes me all over the floor. And does son it, of a son of a Rugal. 
Let's all work out spots and German me patties. You forgot. Germany patties? German meat patties. German meat patties from Metzger's? They wouldn't say that in Germany. All right. Um, say Deutsche something or other. Deutsche Mietze Patsies. All right, let me just stick with what I know. <laughs> Any German Sauerkraut listeners tell us. So anyway, so I got Son my... Son of a <laughs> Coming to kill you! So I got my ass handed to me in like a swipe and a half listening to this goth music. And if you don't have your lights on and it's late at night or early in the morning, even better... And your your eyes are like tunnel vision on the thing, and yeah, it really does a number on you. That's my personal experience. What about you, Karg? I don't like uh, Angoro Crater. Too many dinosaurs. You don't like the dinosaurs? No, they're too crowded. I think I think the first I remember the first time I went in there and I was questing. Uh, I pretty much couldn't go beyond the uh, first few dinosaurs. Of course, I was uh, quite a few levels lower than what I was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sense them. You know, well, that's that's not surprising. What yeah. out of all the, out of the dinosaurs that are there? I mean, which ones were freaking you out the most? Because I know yeah. on Goro, that's the place where the you'll be like, you'll be like attacking one thing, like one of those tar creatures or those slimes, and then you know dinosaurs are on your back. I mean, yeah. they come up from Huge behind dinosaurs, you. Dinosaurs like the big, like the T Rex. Yeah. Well, there's one part where there there were flying thingies that I had to go kill. I don't oh, the pterodactyl. Oh, yeah, the, the pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah some, some crazy crap like that. Sauerkraut spots in. And for the life of me, that just, you know, for some reason, that just, I don't know, it caused more stress than fun. <laughs> do you listen to the, do you keep the music on and, and the, the Actually, world I, sounds? I turn everything off. So you, you play in complete silence. He listens yeah. to the nightly business report. <laughs> <laughs> no, he listens to Air Supply, which is scarier than anything. Oh, yeah, Air no. Supply and the nightly business report. The Dow has dropped 15 points. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I, I got used to playing without sound. What about you, Cromwell? I don't know. I guess the... I mean, I don't really find any of them creepy. I usually like the... I think the creepy ones are kind of cool, like Duskwood and um, Stratholme and the... I like Duskwood. I, I just like them. I don't... None of them really scare me or anything. So, well, not scary, scary. But I mean, there's zones like you know, Angora's like. not scary per se, but I understand. Yeah, I, what kinda, I don't saying. mind Angora. I'm trying to think of zones I don't like. Like I don't like, uh, I don't like Alderman for some reason. But it's not like it's creepy or anything. I just don't like it. I don't know my way around. It's just a pain. What was that time we were playing? Moradon. You, you jumped at something once. Oh, it was Horde. Well, horde will we scare me. Yeah. <laughs> well, suddenly you're sitting there and that. Because mobs are dumb, but Horde are. Yeah, slightly less though. <laughs> or the or the opposing faction like Alliance yeah, that we're playing Horde. But yeah. yeah, in Whisperwind though, we're not. It's a PVP server, so they don't really scare PVE, me. PVE. Yeah, sorry, PVE. it's a PVE server. Yeah. Now, now Horde, if if like if you're fighting in, on Manorov where you don't flag yourself, you have no warning. Right. And you turn around and there's like three level sixty Horde looking at you in level forty. Right. Get, at least gives you a shock. But then you then usually you just sit down because if they're gonna kill you, they're gonna kill you. There's nothing you can do. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, our episode's coming to a close. Happy Halloween to everybody out there. So we wanted to remind everyone of our phone number that we have now. It's uh, 
8727 and uh, we asked for Murloc sounds and stories in the past. Now what we'd like you to do is take our opening, you know, live from Karanos and Dunmore, blah, we'll, blah, blah. We'll put the text up on the uh, Yeah, we'll put the, the text on the forums, but we want everyone, or as many people as want to, to give us a version of that. And you can... You However can, you want to uh, do it, as long yeah. as it's understandable. You can read it in strange ways, you can fiddle with the text a little bit if you want to. Uh, we're not real particular. Just keep it, keep it clean and make it audible and we'll try and use different ones each each episode yeah that's our idea and if you're from someplace other than the u.s i'd love to hear your accents because you know mine isn't we like accents other than our midwest accents which are just boring and of oh, course you could <laughs> and card's accent whatever that is and card tries to use skype unsuccessfully <laughs> card skypes we hear card going as always, you can also use that phone number to uh, drop off any stories that you'd like to tell us. Or um, questions, ideas. Yep, anything comments. you want. Comments. Um, we will pl- we will play Rants. stories that you you give us on the show. Uh, we'd ask that if it's a story you want played on the show, that you try to keep it below two minutes. Give us something nice and brief, to the point. Write it out if you need to. Give us a give us a good one, and uh, we will try to get it on the show uh, if it sounds. Or cool. questions, questions for Ask Card. Yeah, questions for Ask Card. We'll play all that. Card Card knows everything. But so the special one that we're questions. gonna yeah ongoing now is to yeah. do our opening. Remember to visit our site at www.tamarcast.com. Uh, we're gonna take one week off after this show, so don't look for a show uh, for after two Halloween. weeks after Halloween. For, for two weeks after Halloween. Uh, and then we'll be we'll be back in the groove after that. Thanks for joining us here at Taverncast again. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Public Radio News Network. Your news, your way. From New York, I'm Rachel Riley with a Republic Radio News update. No word yet on that apparent accident at the Los Alamos Laboratory that has seen large parts of both New Mexico and eastern Arizona experience power blackouts and unusual drops in municipal water pressure. Details are still coming in, but authorities from the Department of Energy are stating that the disruptions are nothing to worry about. DOE spokesman Harrison Sung from inside Los Alamos. I can confirm that we've had an accident involving a test the Los Alamos lab running, which included electromagnetic fields and drew a larger-than-normal level of power for the facility. Power blackouts being experienced in New Mexico and Arizona are a byproduct of this accident. While we haven't reestablished communications with the people on the ground at Los Alamos yet, all safety protocols are being followed, and the risk to the public should be, well, it should be negligible. We are having some audio issues due to intermittent power. We'll, of course, bring you more of this breaking news as we receive it. In other news, European Union tests have confirmed a link between the bird flu found in Romania and the deadly virus that has devastated flocks in Asia. The announcement came today after Romania's agriculture ministry said the flu was detected in wild birds found dead in the Danube Delta, and they did indeed carry the H5N1 strain. Romania has imposed a quarantine on residents in the area where the infected birds were found, and thousands of them have been slaughtered as a precaution. The death toll in Pakistan's devastating earthquake rose to nearly 100,000 today, while snow, rain, and frigid temperatures compounded the misery of millions of homeless victims. Heavy rain soaked many hard-hit towns, disrupting efforts to help an estimated 2 million people lacking shelter. 
In financial news, the entertainment software giant Blizzard Entertainment is mulling a multi-billion dollar lawsuit against the U.S. government after it came to light last week that the Defense Department has been involved with controversial experiments blending the DNA of human stem cells, piranha, and sharks. The experimental life forms, dubbed MRLCS, or Marine Recombinant Lifeform Combat System, apparently resemble a character the company created in their popular World of Warcraft computer game. Blizzard disavows any knowledge of the experiments and joins a growing list of organizations that are seeking answers and damages from the Pentagon over their illegal foray into genetic engineering. Stay tuned for your local weather from the National Weather Service. This is Republic Radio News. The forecast, cloudy, windy, and cold this morning, warming up a bit this afternoon with a few sunny breaks and diminishing winds. Today's high near 33 degrees. Clear tonight with the temperature dropping to a cold 19. Sunshine tomorrow and a high of 39. With the wind out of the northwest at 14 miles per hour, it's currently 25 degrees. is Truck Turner, the last of the bounty hunters. You gonna bring him out or do we have to go in and get him? Pam Greer is Foxy Brown, the meanest chick in town. You tell me who you want done and I'll do the hell out of it. When they get it on, the action takes off. Truck Turner with music by Isaac Hayes. Foxy Brown with music by Willie Hutch. Isaac Hayes and Pam Greer in Truck Turner and Foxy Brown. Together on one big show. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. From the Meridian Room in the Park Plaza Hotel in New York City, this is Cesar Perez. It's time for another scintillating episode of The Music and the Magic. Tonight, we bring you the music of Ramon Raquela and his orchestra. With the touch of the Spanish, Ramon Raquela leads off with La Comparacion. Thank you. 
is a special news bulletin from Republic Radio News. This is Rachel Riley. We have an update now on the apparent electrical accident in New Mexico and the Los Alamos laboratories. We're going to listen in live to a press conference already in progress at the State House in Albuquerque, where Governor Bob Richardson is briefing the press. Working to get a better idea as to what is causing these disruptions and if it has anything to do with the early loss of power and communications with Los Alamos. Since our information is sketchy at this point, we're advising citizens to stay in their homes and be patient. Do you have any word yet on what is causing the significant drop in water pressure across the affected areas? Is this a coincidental phenomenon or related in some way to the power outages? Um, Yeah, I've heard those reports as well and we're looking into it. The county engineers are assuming it's due to loss of power to the pumping stations, but that's just a guess for the moment. Given the controversy coming out of Los Alamos over the past week, do you think these power blackouts stemming from there have anything to do with the recent bio-warfare experiments? I would think not. No, this was the Defense Department is telling us, uh, is that they were running a scheduled electromagnetic pulse test, and the nature of such a test is to disrupt power. What about the downed power lines and the reports of fires at substations in the area? I'm not sure. We need some time to assess the situation, obviously. There are reports of other areas now, in Utah and in Texas, where similar blackouts and loss of communications are occurring. Have you heard anything about this? No. We're focused on the problems here in New Mexico at the present. I've not heard any of the other areas being affected. That's all for now, folks. Thank you. That was Governor Bob Richardson of New Mexico talking to reporters about what is now being called an electromagnetic pulse accident at the Los Alamos labs that seems to be wreaking havoc with some states in the southwestern U.S. We have just confirmed here that the power blackouts, which began some two hours ago in New Mexico and then Arizona, have now spread to western Texas and southern Utah. There are unconfirmed reports that say a drop in local water pressure immediately precedes the loss of power. Now, yes, we have another report, now from the northern Dallas, Texas suburb of Farmer's Branch, that a significant drop in city water pressure and some strange rumbling noises have been heard from certain parts of the area's underground sewer system. This confirms earlier reports received from New Mexico. Republic Radio News will return you to this story as it develops. Now we take you back to our scheduled programming already in progress. This is the Republic Radio Network. Podcasting news, tricks, and tips for gamers and technophiles. You're listening to GameCast Online. And now, the host of GameCast Online, almost live from Chicago, Illinois, here's Brian Wagner. And welcome to GameCast Online for the week of Halloween. Happy Halloween, Mr. Zach. Yes, happy Halloween to you, too, sir. Did you have candy for me? Um, I'm not going to comment on that. Um, I'm, a, I'm a married man. But I do like Gobstoppers. Gobstoppers are good. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's been a while since I've done trick-or-treating. Oh, dude, I love Halloween. Yeah. God, it's, like, it's probably my, my favorite holiday of the year. I just... 
the, the temperature outside starts to get a little cool, and the, man, I just love it. If you scary movies are on TV. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like Charlie Brown Halloween special is kind of funny. I'm talking like Friday the Thirteenth and like you know the good classic. Yeah, see so you like all that z zombie stuff that I hate. I love that stuff. Yeah, what's your favorite zombie movie? Ooh, it's like choosing one of my children. Um, I would have to say the original Dawn of the Dead. Really? Or yeah, yeah. Something about that movie just uh, yeah. I tell you though, if if the zombie invasion ever came. I'm going to Walmart because they have everything. I know. Shop you, smart, shop as smart. Well, you Walmart, you got your groceries, you yeah. got entertainment, you've got weapons if you need them. Did you pull that got... website? There's a website about that. No, I. There's no. a. Uh, maybe I'll have to put it up on the show notes. There's a website about how to survive a zombie attack that I read that buddy of mine sent me a while ago. When and there's a like, book. <laughs> make sure you shoot him in the head or something. Yeah. Like that. There's a book that was written about that's like actually if that I mean it was written from a point viewpoint that it was actually real you know what to do so but you know because in Dawn of the Dead they go to the mall to to survive I'm like right. no nah, I'm not I'm not going to the mall I'm going to Walmart I mean they you're you man especially one with the McDonald's oh no doubt fillet of fish yeah that's, that's all I gotta say yeah and trampolines trampolines <laughs> I don't know big screen TVs God man I'd be in heaven. Yeah, but when so. they like knock out the power, aren't the isn't the power almost always out in those movies though? Um, that's details, man. Whatever. Yeah, get generators. Walmart right. sells generators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about we move on to the news, my friend? Well, let's do it. All right. Well, I was, as some of you might have heard, uh, I would guessed a little bit on Tavern Cast. Uh, in the past couple weeks, and one of the things we talked about was this article that they pulled that I thought was worth mentioning here, and I know um, Blizzard's kind of steamed about it, but that there's a genetic research group that just recently has started messing around combining human piranha and amphibian DNA. And this uh, information, can you believe that? Yeah, I know, it just leaked out a little bit ago, but that it sounds a lot like Murloc to me. <laughs> Yeah, you know? I'm calling Murloc, yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about that. Those things are annoying enough in the game, let alone what would happen if they were around in real life. What did you see what they what the what they named the the project? Uh-uh. It's uh it's been dubbed MRLCS. Oh god. Hey, no, come on. Yeah. I mean, it stands I for Marine Re uh Recom Wait, I got pulled up the article pulled up here. Marine Recombent I can't even talk. Thank you. There we go. Life form combat system. Or Murlux. <laughs> Murlux. So, that's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I think they're, it's probably something they were working on before, and then when they saw it, World of Warcraft, they probably just changed the, the name, but that's kind of funny. I mean, do you think they're actually doing this? I mean, that's just crazy to, yeah. to think about. Well, I huh. mean, I was talking to Aloysius, and he's kind of a conspiracy nut anyway, so I, I only believe half the crap that he says, so. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it's one of those things that you'll just have to check and see. Who, who knows what'll happen? You know, weird, weird stuff has happened. So, I mean, I just, could you imagine like being in a foreign country and like seeing those things storming the beach? That was yeah. Forget the Marines, man. You see like a bunch of those things like running at you with spears. Oh man, I'd, <laughs> I'd wet myself. Oh, dude, surrender. Yeah, yep. but. uh... <laughs> Kind of disappointing news. I was really kind of unhappy to hear this because I thought that they're one of the gaming houses that wouldn't bow to the man on this. But it seemed that 
Blizzard is going to raise their monthly subscription cost from uh, third. Was it thirteen dollars? Well, there's two tiers. There, yeah, yeah, but right now, right now it's thirteen dollars a month, I think. Yeah, well, four. Yeah, thirteen, yeah. fourteen. Yeah, and how do you pay? Right. Yeah, but they're kicking it up to twenty bucks a month. Well, not only that, there's a there's a second tier package for twenty four ninety nine a month. What do you get? What, like, why is it two tiers though? Well, I was on Blizzard's website. They've listed it as the um, the Elite Gamer Fun Pack in terms of. This is Rachel Riley again in New York. Strange power blackouts, sudden drops in water pressure, and a complete loss of communication in the affected areas continue to plague the United States tonight. New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, and Texas are all in the dark at the present moment. We are looking to confirm that the outages and strange events are moving north and east. Louisiana, no stranger to recent events, is now reporting blackouts, as is Colorado. And uh, we have a report from Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and now Missouri. I apologize for the lack of concrete information coming out of these areas, but once the outages hit, we have to rely on cell phones or secondhand reporting as communication grinds to a halt. I understand that. Y yes, I understand that we now have. Yes, we do. We have RNN correspondent Carl Phillips live via cell phone from Poplar Bluff, Missouri. That's that's in Dent County, which is southwest of St. Louis. Carl, can you hear me? I can hear you, Rachel. Uh, what's going on there from your vantage point? I'm here in uh, Poplar Bluff, situated in southeast Missouri, midway between St. Louis and Memphis, Tennessee, a city of around 17,000 people, where tonight those people are a little nervous. Strange things are happening here in Poplar Bluff. No power outages as of yet, but odd sightings of small human-like animals. Sounds from the ground. I hardly know where to begin. About 15 minutes ago, the water pressure all around this area dropped and no one was able to run a sink, flush a toilet, or take a shower. I'm here, just outside of the downtown area in a small suburb, surrounded by local homeowners, a few members of the local police department, and... Yes, it looks like the fire truck has just pulled up some hundred yards or so from our position. We're all standing near one of the street manhole covers here. We're hearing what sounds like rumbling and some kind of occasional whining sounds coming from below, down there in the city sewer system. Back up. I have one of Poplar Bluff's police officers with me here now. Officer, what is your, what is your name, sir? Uh, yes, my name is Officer uh, Ted Idison. All right, Officer Idison, when did you first begin to hear these sounds? Uh, well, we started getting calls around 10.30 about the water pressure in this neighborhood especially. Uh, they started calling and all these weird reports about hearing noises from underground and whatnot. Some of these folks reporting little green men running out from the woods down there by the river and others coming out from viaducts and such. I would have thought it was just another one of those damned UFO goose chase calls until I got here. And, and uh, alright, well, we got fire trucks coming in here now to take a look down in there. See what's going on. And... One side there, people. While the fire department is pushing the crowd back, here's Mrs. Wilmoth, owner of the house across the street from here. She may have some interesting facts to add. Mrs. Wilmoth, would you please tell the radio audience as much as you remember of this rather unusual evening? Step closer, please. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mrs. Wilmoth. Well, I was, I was listening to the radio. Closer and louder, please. Well, what, what's that? Louder, please, and closer. Oh, y yes, sir. Well, I, I was listening to the radio and kind of drowsing listening to all that's going on with the blackouts out west and all. So I was kind of half dozing and half... Yes, yes, Mrs. Wilmoth, and, and then what happened? 
Well, as I was saying, I was listening to the radio just kind of halfway. Yes, Mrs. Walnut, and then you saw something? Well, not at first off. I, I heard something. What'd you hear? Well, it was kind of a rumbling sound, kind of like thunder or maybe when those kids stomp their feet on the bleachers at the football game. Yes, then what? Well, and, and then I turned my head out the window and I could have swore I was sleeping or dreaming or something. Yes? And, and then I seen what looked like a little man or something just kind of running down the street. Another one over there by the Johnson's trash can. See that across the street over there? Kind of like a little man, but, but short and quick. Well, were you frightened, Mrs. Woman? Well, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I I reckon I was kind of startled. Thank you, Mrs. Wilmoth. Thank you very much. Well, you want me to tell you some more? No, no, that's quite all right. That's plenty. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard Mrs. Wilmoth, owner of one of the houses near where I'm standing. Wish I could convey the atmosphere, the background of this fantastic scene. Hundreds of onlookers have gathered near this manhole cover. Just down the street, there are more people around what looks to be another manhole cover. Cars are backed up on the road just behind us, and the police are trying to rope off the entrance. Now, some of the more daring souls are venturing near the edge of the manhole cover, where some firemen are prying it open and prepping lines to go down inside. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's something I haven't mentioned much in all this excitement, but now it's becoming more distinct. Perhaps you caught it already on the radio. Listen, please. It's a curious rumbling sound that seems to come down from inside the sewer. I'll move the microphone near. Now we're not more than 25 feet away. Can you hear it now? Well, Officer Edison. Yes, Mr. Phillips. Can you tell us anything you know yet of the rumbling noise down beneath the street there? Well, probably the strained water pipes. Something with the pressure drop, maybe. I see. You put any credence in these reports of little men running around? I don't know what to think. All I know is we're getting calls from the sheriff and Donovan now, and he's going on about the power going out and some kind of... Just a minute. Something's happening. The manhole cover from down the street has just blown off. It flew some 10, 15 feet in the air and landed on a small car. Get back, get back. It's two of the firemen were. Wait a minute. Someone's crawling out of the sewer. Someone or something. Holy shit. Something's coming out of shadow. Now there's another one, and another one, and another one. They look like the size of children, but with some kind of frill or maybe a fin attached to their backs. Like a fish. Wait! Wait! They're screaming! Come from down the street! The crowd is surging! Panicking! My lord! The things are everywhere! Thousands of them are swarming out of the sewer like bugs now! Attacking the people! 20 feet away now! It seems we've lost, we've, we've lost him. Okay. We've lost Carl Phillips due to some technical issues in the field. We'll return to him at our earliest opportunity. In the meantime, we have a late bulletin from the Illinois State Police. Reports are coming in of a large group of unidentified cre creatures. Yes. It, okay, creatures swarming up from the Mississippi River into the southwestern side of the state, and they appear to be heading northeast. Reports are confirming that the power lines and substations are being destroyed by these these creatures as they move. 
The Illinois State Troopers are saying that the small fish-like animals seem to be appearing in large numbers almost wherever there is water. Rivers, lakes, streams, and even our own water pipe and sewer systems. Scattered reports are coming in from across the affected blackout regions that seem to confirm that something other than an electrical malfunction is at the core of the blackouts that we have been reporting all evening. Um, just, just a moment. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to need to take a sh short break as we correlate the immensity of this new information. We're going to briefly return you to our network feed and GameCast Online, which is still in progress. Yeah, in the game, yeah. he's got some cool skills, though, like where you can turn a bunch of the enemy units against them. Oh, that's cool. Stuff like that, so. Yeah, I need to play that game some more. I, I, I got it, and I really haven't played it a whole lot, so. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, sorry, I'm reading uh, some uh, AP headlines right now that are kind of odd. Some what? Some Associated Press headlines. Yeah, they're talking about some odd things that are happening. Like, I, I heard that there was some kind of power outage earlier. Yeah, it's weird that they're saying that <laughs> there's some stuff in the Mississippi River Valley that, uh, uh, people are seeing, like, there, I'll read you exactly what it says. It says that there's, uh, fish-like animals that are appearing. It is kind of weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. That's weird. Yeah, I'm trying to watch the news here, too. I got Let me... Hold on a second, I'm going to turn mine on real quick. Yeah. This is odd. Now is this... See, I'm trying to... Fox News. Is this isolated just to a certain area? I don't know. Reports are sketchy is what they're saying. Well, there's... It's kind of Somebody from... Well, on CNN, there's a governor from New Mexico talking about some kind of accident in Los Alamos. Ooh, that's not good. Isn't that like hmm. a nuclear... Well, it's some kind of research thing. Hey, Isn't hold that... On, hold on a second. I'm gonna get up here. I'm up, I'm up. Hopefully my, my cable will reach. I'm gonna... Yeah, hearing some sounds out there. Can you hear that? Hold on. I'm gonna open up the real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing sirens. I was gonna say it sounded like a car car horn at first, but yeah, you're it right. sounds like air raid sirens. I don't know. I've never really heard what they sound like because we've never had to worry about that here. Yeah, I mean, I've heard them before, like with uh, tornadoes and stuff. That's what you know, like when a tornado's coming or something. That's yeah. what it's kind of remind me of. Huh. I mean, that's weird because if you turn on Ian Channel right now, it keeps talking about blackouts, rolling blackouts. Yeah, well, we still got power here, which is. This is basic civil defense information from the Department of Defense, Office of Civil Defense, Washington. You may receive warning of an attack by outdoor warning systems or by radio or television or even by word of mouth and listen for official information. Follow whatever instructions are given. Don't use the telephone to obtain further information and advice about the emergency. Depend on radio as the government will be broadcasting all the information it has available. Let me repeat, in time of emergency, for official government information and civil defense instructions, tune your radio to any local station that is broadcasting.
this is Rachel Riley. As you just heard, the Federal Emergency Broadcast System has been activated. So we're going to continue broadcasting, but at any moment we may be interrupted in order for the government to relay some important information. Uh, clearly you have noticed that we've lost the network feed from our Chicago stations, and our technicians here in New York are working to restore that line. Uh, we still do not know the condition of our correspondent, Carl Phillips, in Poplar Bluff, Missouri, but um, as we continue trying to reestablish that connection, we'll give you any updates we get. And Carl, if you can hear us, uh, you know, try to reach us. In the meantime, I can update you on a number of new things. Uh, America seems, for all purposes, to be under attack at this hour. All power and communications with most of the states in the southwest part of the United States has been lost. We've received no word at all from the situation inside an area bracketed by California on the west, Montana to the north, and it looks like as far as Alabama to the east. It seems that once these odd disruptions begin, no more information comes from the affected area. Whatever is going on, we're fairly certain it is not a natural occurrence nor the act of terrorists. Okay. The, the, National, the California National Guard is reporting that it is engaged in heavy fighting just south of Los Angeles with what can only be described as aquatic-looking humanoids. As extraordinary as that sounds, we have similar reports flooding in from other areas, in, including the city of Chicago, which just went dark a few moments ago. No official word yet from the White House or any authority on these events, but I am told that they are st they're also still somewhat taken aback by the speed and confusion of these events. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes? Okay. Okay. It looks like we have Brian Colson in the field now. He's with the Illinois National Guard just outside of Chicago. His connection his connection's very weak. Brian. Brian, are you out? Are you out there? I'm here. I'm currently just south of downtown Chicago in the suburb of Cicero with a detachment of the Illinois National Guard. Sounds you hear are gunfire and armored vehicles as uh, we are some 300 yards from a massive battle taking place between members of the Guard here and these things, whatever they are. Uh, from, from here I, I can see the downtown area, smoke rising from the vicinity of the Hancock building down to the Sears Tower all the way to the lake. Uh, I've been told by several guardsmen that they were called into duty earlier this evening as reports about what was going on in Missouri reached the governor's office. And shortly after arriving to their post, the power went out, and these things started swarming into the city. I've never, I've never seen anything like it outside of some kind of science fiction movie. So far, the soldiers here are keeping them at bay, but I'm, I'm watching a commotion to the left of me now. They're, they're running low on ammunition. These creatures, even when you kill them, are respawning, if that term makes any sense. Uh, soldiers are coming back to where I am with frightening stories, these shot and sort of sparkling with a strange iridescent glitter. Soon they seem to just pop back to life and continue their carnage not far from where they fell. Everything seems to make them more and more aggressive. These, these things are not like, nothing like any life form any of us has knowledge of. But, okay, say that again. Okay. All right. Uh, now I'm being told the main group of these creatures is split into two. One engaging us and trying to move southeast at amazing speed, and the other has been hurling themselves into Lake Michigan. Uh, apparently these things, the, the water makes them multiply even more, like they subdivide and grow faster in the water. This, this could be why we've seen the drop in water pressure across the country all evening. Now, 
one moment, some, some activity behind the position. Like, my God, they've somehow gotten around us. Soldiers backing up now, forming a perimeter. The howls and screams of these things are horrible. They're rushing us. 100 yards, they just, they just keep coming. 50 yards, they're, they're everywhere. Did we lose it? Brian, are you out there? Ladies and gentlemen, you are hearing the same thing we are. It looks as if we've lost Brian Colson from Chicago. And I don't, I don't. We're going to interrupt here, folks. I have a. All right. Um, all right. I'm told that our affiliates in Washington, D.C., WARZ, uh, apparently has some audio ready now for a short press briefing with members of Congress. Apparently, this was recorded just a few minutes ago. Well, the wire services that these disruptions are not accidents, but rather the cause of some kind of alien creatures that seem like to I be. I told you before, there's a national crisis, and your government is working to fix it. Are these creatures in any way related to the Defense Department's MRLC experiments? We're word that these are, in fact, the Murlocs. We. We're going to hold a full inquiry into the cause of this, but right now is not the time to play the blame game. Are you denying the Murlocs are real? We're sir? going to interrupt here. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead us to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who have been viciously attacking our cities and states, taking down power grids, destroying lives, are in fact they are, in fact, an invading army of our own design. Murlocs, the very same laboratory experiments that were discovered being created by the military just last week. Now, they are turning against us, fighting the same country they were created to defend. The battle which took place tonight in Chicago has ended in one of the most startling defeats ever suffered by an army in modern times. Fifteen thousand men armed with assault rifles and armored vehicles pitted against a monstrous horde of murlocs who were unarmed aside from a simple pipe or tree branch. The mutated genetic aberrations doubled and tripled in size and power with every relentless attack until our soldiers were overrun. The murlocs are now in control of the middle section of America and have effectively cut the entire country through its center. Highways east of the attacks are clogged with frantic human traffic. Police and Army Reserves are unable to control the mad flight. Martial law prevails throughout much of the country and... Oh. Uh, we've learned that the President of the United States is about to make a brief statement from an undisclosed location. We're told the quality of the transmission may be erratic due to the protective security of the President's location, as well as to the unstable power throughout the country at this time. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the President. Good evening. Today, thousands of lives came under attack by evil. The deliberate and deadly attacks, they were acts of war. The American people need to know we're facing a different enemy than we have ever faced. This enemy has no regard for human life. Immediately following the first attack, I implemented our government's emergency response plans, but they have failed. Our military is powerful, but they cannot help to protect our citizens at home from further attacks. Our financial institutions and the American economy, the functions of our government, 
has been moved into chaos and retreat. We're operating on heightened security alert. Those in authority should take appropriate precautions to protect our citizens. Tonight I ask for your prayers. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Thank you very much. You've just heard the president in what could be called a historic statement. Our military appears to have been taken completely by surprise. And I don't know if I've ever heard a president sound this resigned to defeat. Bulletins too numerous to read are piling up in the studio here. Uh, we're informed that the Murlocs are now being seen in Michigan, throughout Indiana, and in western Ohio. Memphis, Tennessee is completely overrun. Birmingham, Alabama has stopped communicating, and there are now reports that the creatures are running in huge numbers along the Gulf Coast. Uh, here's a special bulletin straight out of Cape Canaveral, Florida. NASA reports that the satellite imagery of the Los Alamos uh, laboratory shows a destroyed complex teeming with millions of murloc, many of which seem to be utilizing tools now and even weapons of fallen security personnel. Now, just from... From Los Angeles, California, the National Guard has been reinforced from nearby USS Ronald Reagan out of San Diego. It's a fighter wing that's apparently dropping bombs uh, throughout Orange County at this time. This, this just in. Ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> the Pentagon is now announcing that it is preparing to launch a tactical nuclear strike on the overrun city of Chicago, where a large number of murlocs are still using Lake Michigan to spawn further copies of themselves. Now, um, it is unclear why they're, they're going to target Chicago when Lake Michigan seems to be what's causing the most problems, but the Pentagon believes human casualties to be low as the area was so quickly and brutally overrun just a short time ago. Okay. okay, we're we're just now getting word that the Pentagon is providing us access to the radio communication feed from the forward observation position on Lake Michigan from the U.S. Coast Guard cutter. Uh, no, we don't have it. I'm sorry, we don't have the name of the ship available at the moment. At any rate, we will bring you the audio of the nuclear drop on Chicago once the attack is underway. If you're in or near that city and can hear this broadcast, please get into a safe shelter if one is available immediately. Uh, we've got a connection now with the hosts of World of Warcast. They're out recording live from an affiliate in New Jersey. This is going to be Starman and Lindian. Um, they're located about 30 miles from one of the largest groups of advancing murlocs. We're going to let them give you a first-hand report from the area. Meanwhile, we'll be taking a moment to move our mobile recording gear to the roof of the building here in Manhattan in the event that the Murlocs uh, make it into the city of New York. We will do our best to stay on the air as long as we can. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, Starman and I have set up our, our little broadcasting station here in the parking lot of uh, Bridgewater Commons Mall. Can you hear me? No. Hang on. Fix the thing. Is, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, so we're here. Uh, we set up a little our little broadcast station here in the parking lot. Um, looks like the National Guard and uh, state police have also set up command posts here. 
Uh, I've been going around uh, interviewing some people, trying to figure out uh, what's going on. Uh, from what I can gather, the, um, there's a large number of Murlocs, or at least that's when I'm using the term from the other, from what I've been listening to from the feeds. Um, they're about 20 miles away, maybe 30 miles away from here. Um, I've spoken to some people, and looks like they're they're using the Delaware Memorial Bridge, also the river itself, to kind of move their way into New Jersey. Yeah, it, from the guardsmen that I spoke to, it seems like they're marching up Route 22, probably on their way to New York City. That yeah, would make right. sense uh, if they're coming from the west. Well, 78 and 22 would be the most direct routes to uh, to New York City. Yeah, probably right in there. It's just surreal. I mean, I'm looking over some of the, some things here. Let me go through my notes here. Uh, what was the thing that the guy said about water? Dude, uh, this doesn't make any sense. It's it's. I'm trying to make sense of it myself. Um, there was. Uh, well, uh, according all right. So according to this one person I talked to, it seems that the so uh, it it looks like they they use water. They utilize water to to multiply. If I'm believing what I'm reading here, uh, it's like they get splashed with it or dive into it, and when one would dive in and twenty would come out. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's just bizarre. I got some other weird things in here. I mean, I got here. I got uh, one guardsman I talked to. Uh, was talking about after after they managed to kill one of these things, uh, he, when he was going through it, he pulled out a staff from the body. What do you mean, like a piece of wood? It doesn't make sense. These things are what about two feet tall, three feet tall, and he's talking about pulling out like this, you know, like five foot staff. Also, at first I thought this was kind of normal. Um, they also found some coins. On some of these guys, what you, kind of coins? Well, that's what I, I was first thinking. Maybe it was you know like those gold um, dollars, you know, the mint put out a while ago. Um, but there doesn't, it doesn't seem to have any markings on them. Or maybe if they had the money in there, it started melting or something. Which is very weird. There's um, there's one guy here talking about pulling out these like lace boots from like with inside the body. It's just it's just bizarre. Totally bizarre. What is this? So their bodies are, are are decomposing or turning into these items when when they die. I mean, coins and, and wooden staffs. And it's, it's just, just just wait a minute. What's what is that over there? You see that that van pulling up over there? Is that roped off section? All right. What is that? See, over there. The, the, the well, those no. are those are body bags. Are bags of fertilizer? No, dude. no, man. Look, they're body bags. They got zippers on them, and and, bla- and they're black. This, this, this is something is going on over here. I mean, I don't know what, but I'm starting to get freaked out, man. I, I think maybe we should we should start heading back to the studio or something. This, this is. We're gonna cut in here for a moment and bring you this historic event. We've just gotten word that the Air Force B-2 bomber carrying a 200 megaton nuclear device is nearing Chicago. As promised, the Pentagon is allowing all networks to carry in, uh, excuse me, to listen in on the communications from the forward command position on Lake Michigan. The next sounds you will be hearing come from a Coast Guard cutter some distance offshore from the great city of Chicago, where all hopes are now being placed. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in an inclination to pray, now might be the time that it is most needed.
down now. We're going down. Sure. Slows up uh, 53 miles now. Nine miles now, speed 450, Angels 9. I'm going down to 3. There's the plane. Right. All hands back at battle. Thank you. All hands back at battle. Forty seconds. Inside of the plane, sir. All right. Request permission to go down secondary channel. Twenty seconds. Attention. Ten seconds. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. This is basic civil defense information from the Department of Defense, Office of Civil Defense, Washington. Especially in time of emergency, think before you act and follow instructions by responsible authorities. Unless local officials have instructed you otherwise, follow whatever instructions are given, as the government will be broadcasting all the information it has available. Let me repeat, unless otherwise, follow whatever instructions are given, the government broadcasting the information is available. Next. Set aside a few simple, basic supplies you'll need. Supplies to help keep you and your family alive and well. Water is the key emergency supply. Here are additional places to find it. Turn on the faucet located at the highest point in your house, then use water from the faucet located at the lowest point in your house. Very young children should be given contaminated liquids when available. If your local government has instructed you to go to a specific public shelter, find out exactly where it's located and the best way to reach it promptly. And if not, Get into the nearest building immediately or into a ditch or culvert, beneath a parked car, behind a tree or a wall, anything solid that will give you some measure of protection. Think before you act, and then curl up in a ball and cover your head with your arms. Next, go to the nearest large building and take shelter in the basement, and then coat windows with whitewash, household cleaning powder, even mud, or cover windows with aluminum foil. Unless authorities advise otherwise, fill buckets and bathtubs with water. Next, keep a garden hose connected. Fill containers with sand for firefighting. And then, act quickly. You may receive warning of an attack by radio, television, or through the outdoor warning system in your community. It's important that you learn to recognize the attack warning signal and not confuse it with any other. In most places, the standard attack warning signal is a three to five minute wavering sound. Or a series of short blasts on whistles, horns, 
other devices. Either of these signals means that an actual enemy attack has been detected and you should take protective action immediately. Let me repeat. Find out from your local civil defense office the attack warning system that will be used in your community. This is Rachel Riley again. You've heard the same things I have. You, you know where we all stand. The last reports we received show the Murlocs outside Miami and Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, they're inside Washington, D.C., apparently with some fierce fighting going on in there. The New Jersey uh, National Guard has been routed. The Murlocs are within miles of the Hudson River now. I don't know how much time we have here short of a miracle. We're going to get uh, set up here. We're moving 65 stories up. I understand that the Warcast guys are still transmitting, so let's um, pick back up on their feed for a moment. Our studio in Colonia. Uh, Man, just what, what happened was, uh, all right, look, I was a bit skeptical about this whole thing, but uh, yeah, Lyndon was right. Those were body bags that we saw, and the Murlocs actually, uh, they showed up. And we hightailed it out of there as fast as we could. I have no idea. I have no idea how everybody survived there. I don't even know if they did, but... As we're driving down 22, man, the power just started going out around us. Um, it was just weird. We, we, we drove by this uh, fire hydrant that got knocked over, and suddenly all the water just stopped gushing. Our, what, our, uh, our power just went out. All right, we're on battery backup now. How much juice we got on this UPS, man? Is it fully charged? Uh, well, it should be. It's on all the time. <sighs> Dude, this, this is just right, freaking if, me out. Well, all right. Look, here's the thing. These things are obviously marching towards New York City. I, I don't know how long it's going to take them to get there, but if, if you're between Philadelphia and New York. What the hell was that? Did you hear that? All right. If you got listen, if you guys can hear us, uh, I think Colonia is, is starting to get overrun here as well. Look out. Ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, re relocated now to the roof of the Republic Center here in New York. There's still a few of us here, my technician Eric, my production assistant Mary Ann. Below us, people are holding service in a cathedral. Uh, now I look down on the harbor and where I see all manner of boats just completely overloaded with the fleeing population. They're pulling out from the docks. Meanwhile, streets are completely jammed. The noise from these crowds is like it's New Year's Eve in the city. Uh, See, wait a minute. Wait. I can, I can see the mass. A, a large moving mass of these fish-like monsters. They're just nearing the Palisades. Hundreds are, are wading into the river, crossing the Hudson, just like an armada. The first of the Murlocs now reaching the shore. They're not moving. Wait. They're watching. It appears that they are waiting for the others. Meanwhile, the sailboats, cabin cruisers, they're trying to escape while the creatures in the water are climbing aboard. They're swamping the boats. They're just, they're flipping them over, ladies and gentlemen, just like they're toys. And now there's fighting on the west side near the river. I, I can't see it clearly from here, but, oh, now I can. A group of police, maybe the SWAT unit? They're so quickly, this is the end. Thousands, they're, they're swarming up over the banks. People in the streets see it now. 
They're running towards the East River. Thousands of them. They're just dropping like rats. I can I can see more Murlocs now. A new group, hundreds of thousands of them. They're entering the city across the Brooklyn Bridge. The first group has already reached Times Square. New York is lost. People are trying to run from them, but it's it's apparently no use. The creatures move like like nothing I've ever seen before. It, it, if we get taken off the air, and you can still hear this station, the government will continue transmitting information just as long as it possibly can. As long as it can. Uh, now, the, the main group of creatures is crossing 6th Avenue. 5th Avenue. They're... They're a hundred yards They're they're in the building. Oh my god. They're they're actually scaling the sides of these skyscrapers here. We've we've done our best here. They're 50 feet now, climbing right back.